episode 10. Who thought we'd make it this far, eh? I certainly didn't. So today, I'm going to be talking about something that you probably, if you've listened to episodes 1 through 9, you probably thought you'd never hear me speak about. Alright, I'm finally breaking the silence on this hugely controversial topic. Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. (laughs) I only do stuff like that to make a dramatic intro to... Um, entice you to listen past the um, melodic um, introduction to the podcast. Uh, but it is, I suppose it is a bit controversial, right? So don't just stop listening. It is, I promise. It wasn't just clickbait or listen bait. Um, before I get into that, quick bit of uh, interesting news for you. I was on Pointless this evening, <laughs> which is a TV show in the UK, depending on where you are. Um, you may have seen it. So it's something that was actually recorded um, two and a half years ago with uh, a guy I used to work with. He um, loves the show, invited me to go on, and uh, that's that's what we did. So that was uh, it was aired firstly like two years ago, and then uh, again yesterday, um, and then again. Uh, this evening as I record this so pretty um pretty weird really seeing yourself on on tv but I had loads of loads of tags loads of messages of being like hey isn't that isn't that the guy who used to coach me or isn't that that's Johnny and all this sort of stuff very strange very very strange um it's probably on youtube somewhere if you have a weird desire to uh, go and watch me answer some uh, literally pointless trivia um but yeah Anyway, so the topic of today's podcast is actually um, organic content, right? And something that um, I call the organic reverse loop. And there's a reason for that. If you're on our email list, you will have seen an email about this quite recently. Um, me talking about it and how um, we are using organic content at the moment inside Propane Fitness uh, to grow the business. Um, and I did a training on kind of actually how to use this, how to actually sort of implement it in inside of uh, the Propane Business uh, members program. So people who are currently going through Propane Business got a training on this last week. Um, but essentially, what is it, right? What? How do we use organic content? Because if you've seen anything of what we do, right, if you've listened to episodes one through nine of this podcast, you'll know that I'm pretty against organic stuff, right? And the reason for that is simply that it takes a long time to work, right? I mean, even people who apply through the Propane Business Program, right now, anyway, like it's an application process where we're limiting heavily who we work with. So um, there's a bit of an interview process, to, to be honest, to, to actually get into the program. 
Um, we have to turn quite a few people away for a lot of different reasons. Um, we're quite selective with who we work with. But of the people that we interview to come into the program, I would say probably one in five has a pretty big audience somewhere, right? So they have a big Instagram, big YouTube, big email list. Um, but obviously they're on the phone with us, right? They're applying to help have us help them. And I think what everybody who doesn't have a big audience thinks is that once you have a big audience on one of these platforms, um, you're sorted. Like, ah, oh, I'll never need anything again once I have 80,000, 90,000, 100,000 subscribers on something. That's all I'll ever need, right? People think that, and, and rightly so, right? You would expect that. But the, the reality is pretty different. So firstly, it takes a very long time to actually build that audience. And everybody thinks that it's free, but... There's no such thing as a free success online. It either takes a lot of time or it takes money to succeed. Those are the two things. Organic content basically just means in this context, right, not, not paid. We're not using advertising. We're posting on platforms and hoping it works by itself. Um, the platforms are allowing you access to the audience that they have, right, that they are paying for um, in exchange for making stuff that keeps people on their platform. So if you have a big Instagram following, it's because over time you have posted stuff on Instagram that keep users on the platform. And so they're happy about that, understandably, right? Um, but people, it's still difficult to monetize that, incredibly difficult. And there's lots of different reasons for that. So you have two aspects to this. One is um, getting to the point where you can grow your audience to that stage. It takes years in most cases. I mean, we through, so just through our paid ads, have built our followings to like 5,000-ish on Instagram, about 18,000 on Facebook. That's just off the back of exposure through advertising, nothing else. Right, if you're going to do it organically, it takes a long, long time. And you have to be willing to play the game. And once you've got it to that stage, no matter what platform you pick, um, the challenge then becomes, well, how do I monetize that? Like, I need a system still for then taking those people into a paying scenario with me what do I do right and yeah you'll get inquiries but most people are there because they just like your free content they aren't there because they're electing to be a paid customer excuse me so there's a lot of different problems with this and this is why we don't recommend it right because it takes a long time and if the goal is to build a business you can live off you can't really rely on that right if so as I record this right now it is a cold December's evening all right I'm on a dog walk and today I've spoken with three different people, all of whom are personal trainers, and all of whom are worrying about December, right? They're worrying that uh, clients are leaving, which happens every year in the fitness industry. Clients are leaving, and they don't know how to replace them because they don't have a client acquisition system. And the stuff that they try is they start ramping up posts on social media. They start posting more to their audiences. They hope that that works. And obviously it doesn't, right? That's a typical pattern. So you can't rely on organic in the same way that you can with a system that runs on advertising. In other words, if I need 100 clicks to something, if I need 100 leads, if I need to get on the phone with five people, if I need 20 people to go through my challenge, then I'm going to be able to do that in a very reliable way using paid systems. Okay, if I have to rely on organic stuff, it's going to take a long time. So how are we using organic stuff? And more importantly, like, why am I even talking about it? Well, first thing is um, something really 
like significant happened in propane fitness this week where the sales that we made from purely organic um sources so content that we've put together um surpassed the revenue than from our paid systems and that's the first time that's ever happened to us right now that's not because like ad spend's tiny or ad spend's failing or anything like that right in fact it's the opposite but rather what started to happen is some of our organic stuff has started to um, tip past a point where it starts it's starting to become pretty significant and that's not what you'd think right so when i say that you're probably imagining oh god johnny and you sort of started posting loads on, on social media actually it's not that at all right actually the st- what we are doing to get the traffic from this, these bits of organic content is nothing and that's what i'm going to talk about in this episode right that's, that this is the reverse organic loop this is how we are getting at the moment 1000 visitors a day to our different assets websites etc right without doing anything without spending a penny and this is how we have been able to do that so propin fitness has been built essentially in its entirety through ad spend all right now that's not because we put 30 grand into the business when we started it we started with a 100 pound investment from each of us which paid for like the hosting fees the developer fees and things like that we sort of ground our way to making our first few thousand pounds um which you know took us years to be honest i wouldn't recommend that pattern for anyone um and only sort of once we had that did we start to figure out marketing and we started to realize that actually if we worked on a process that allowed us to buy it buy an audience buy attention right run advertising put it into a process that then acquired customers immediately and brought us in two thousand pounds right we could grow the business in a predictable way and that's how we've scaled up to where we are right just that system so it's had nothing to do with um posting on social media to get attention it's had nothing to do with audiences it's had nothing to do with nurturing people or anything like that right it's a simply a selection of systems at this stage we've run multiple funnels and multiple client acquisition processes that have allowed us to invest in advertising get clicks to a page to a process to it to a system that has then generated clients and at least that money back again so we've built our client base people who then pay us every month and then we've built an, you know an audience of people online and offline you know real people who are paying us and then also email lists followers people who visited our website all those sorts of things but here's the key thing and this is what i think so many people don't do um so even if you get that stuff right which so many people so many pts who are trying to move online don't even try any of that stuff because i suppose it's it's where things start to get pretty real and also pretty difficult right so the distinction between someone who's a coach like an online coach in their spare time and someone who runs an online business is one of them is just sort of fly by the seat of your pants have a crack at it post on social media occasionally maybe make a website on wix maybe have a a pt distinction app or something like that right an online business owner is someone who is running their business from a dashboard they know their numbers inside out they know their systems inside out they aren't caught in the in the weeds with like oh i need to make a better infographic for social media it's like what's my what is my lead flow what's my pipeline look like what's my conversion from point a to point b how is this ad performing versus that ad right looking at a high level 
that's the difference. And so, so many people stay stuck at online coach level because it, a lot of the stuff that an online coach in inverted commas would do is fun and easy and immediately rewarding. So posting something on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn, getting loads of comments, loads of likes, loads of dopamine, right? Saying that you're doing the right thing. That's exciting. Makes us feel like we're moving in the right direction. Actually though, it's not building a business. It's just creating more time because you have to keep stoking that fire. So what we have done when we've been running these paid systems over years now, while obviously you know generating revenue, making cash, um, getting clients, a recurring body of clients, we've also been building an email list, which is you've probably heard in an online fitness business, the only really the only asset you really own is that. So if everything went away today, if the internet died, or all social media platforms ceased to operate, something like that, then what would be left in um, if you are an online business owner is um, your email list, right? Your database of customers. And assuming you've acquired that, that list of people legally under GDPR law and all that fun stuff, um, you can download it. You can take it somewhere else. Those people you can contact again without having to pay. Okay, you don't have to go onto Facebook or YouTube or Google and pay those platforms to access new people because you have a list of people who have already raised their hand and said, hey, I'm interested in what you do. So our email list is something that we've always been building, right? And we've always been working on strategies to um, improve our email list. And something that we started doing probably a year and a half, two years ago, was we started to figure out that when you're making pieces of content, there are basically two types of content, right? One is search-based and the other one is feed-based. So you probably already know what these are, right? So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, they are feed-based pieces of content. In other words, there is a, an infinite scroll, literally an infinite scroll, through a reel of images and text and video that people produce and put on the internet, okay? And the attention of all of those things is to get attention, to get clicks, to get interest towards usually somewhere else that isn't that platform. And that's great for the most part because you can build followings on there and people spend a lot of time on those platforms, right? But the reason that people spend time on those platforms usually isn't to consider working with an online coach, right? It's to numb out from their life. They're bored at work. They are in the line at the supermarket. They're on the bus on the way home. They're sat in the ad break in the evening while watching TV, right? They are not necessarily looking to engage with what you have to say, especially if you've put a long time, a lot, a lot of time and a lot of effort into producing a piece of content that is like several hundred words long. Contrast that to search-based content. So that is basically anything on Google and anything on YouTube, Okay, the two largest search engines in the world. And the benefit of producing content on those platforms is that once you've made it, people will continue to find them over and over and over again. Right? There's nothing to stop a video that you made last year, two years ago, three years ago, being found today, tomorrow, next year, next month, five years' time. 
But the challenge with those pieces of content is getting them off the ground, right? Everybody's tried posting something on YouTube. Everybody's tried uh, setting a blog up, right? And realizing that it absolutely, absolutely tanks. I should add as well, another piece of search-based content is a podcast, right? Which is the reason that I'm doing this now. And probably the way you found this podcast, if you're listening, at least at this stage, right, is through the method that I'm just about to explain. So trying to get those bits of content off the ground is very, very difficult in the early days because the algorithm favours popularity, obviously, right? That's why Joe Rogan is able to release a YouTube video and it gets tens of thousands of likes in a matter of hours. Tens of thousands of views, sorry, in a matter of hours, probably more than that even, right? Obviously, he's getting big-name guests on, but these things compound, like he's able to get big-name guests on because he has a popular podcast. He has a popular podcast, which makes his his subsequent podcast posts even more popular. But you have to get there somehow, right? And if you just put something out into the world, into the internet, that doesn't immediately gather attention, it's very hard to get it off the ground. So what we've been doing is using the email list, the people that we um, acquire through, basically the, it's the, the offshoot, right? The, the extra benefit of our paid systems. So we put £100 into Facebook ads to keep things simple or another ad platform, Google, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever. We get £100 or more back in the form of a customer acquiring a customer. But the 99 people who didn't buy go on our email list, right? And we then have to decide, well, where do I send these people? And one of the places that we've been sending these people is to search-based content, right? To help it to get off the ground, basically. So put simply... If I launch a new podcast and I send it to um, our, our entire email list and hundreds and hundreds of people click it and listen to it or watch it, then immediately that podcast, that video, that channel is going to do better. And over the years, even though our YouTube audience, for example, is not very big, we have been able to build some videos out that get to 300 views a day every single day our website propanefitness.com gets the same three four hundred views organic unique views a day right through a few pieces of content that we wrote years ago that did really well and one of the reasons they did really well was they had that the benefit of initial attention that we were able to give them because we had an email list and we had the email list because we figured out paid marketing for our fitness business okay so only through that method are you able to get to this point when now actually if i wanted to turn off paid ads for propane fitness it would still grow which is crazy for us right because i'm not a youtuber i don't have a big instagram audience but we invested some time into a few key bits of search-based content that bring that audience in every day and the key thing is, compare us to someone who is putting a lot of time into Instagram, right? If they decide tomorrow to not do anything on Instagram, what happens? Nothing, right? Whereas tomorrow, today, right now, people are on propanefitness.com, right? They're on our YouTube channel. They're listening to the Propane Fitness podcast. We've been doing an experiment recently that you may have noticed if you listen to our other podcast, our fitness podcast, right? We, we wanted to test... What would happen if we stopped recording podcasts, right? Would 
the audience still listen to the backlog of like well over 200 episodes now. And the podcast is still getting several thousand unique new downloads every single month, right? Because it's search-based. And in those podcasts are linked to key bits of of opt-in, our calculator, our challenge, things that people can do. So last week and this week, we've had customers sign up through visiting our website, listening to our podcast, watching videos on YouTube. But the only reason those things even stood a chance is because we have an email list. And the only way you're really able to get an email list today in the current market is by figuring out paid advertising. So when you go to propinfitness.com forward slash business podcast, you can pick up a training where I explain in simple detail, right? There's no fluff in that training. It is just pure training, right? On what, what we do. I walk you through the client acquisition system that has allowed us to build our email list. And look at it this way, right? It's you versus another coach going after the same niche as you. So let's say you're going after the same people that we are in Propane Fitness. Let's say you're going after busy finance professionals, right? And you're helping them get leaner without sacrificing their social life, right? And you and I are doing the same thing. And you are trying to reach them purely through um, posting on LinkedIn, posting on Twitter, getting the hashtags right making the odd infographic that has really unique, interesting points. You make a Instagram video, you edit it, you upload it, right? And that's probably taken you four or five hours to do properly. Maybe you do a podcast, maybe you um, maybe write an article for another, for another website, and that's what you do. In the meantime, right, you versus me, I have an ad or ads across multiple platforms that are running towards tested systems that I know acquire clients and customers. And off the back of that, I'm building an email list in the hundreds and thousands every single week that is essentially free, right? And I'm using that to build content channels that will work over and over again when I'm not working. Who's going to win? Hopefully it's pretty obvious, right? So a bit more of a serious podcast, but this is something that I spend a lot of my time thinking about And it's something that feels so complete to us now. Like it's something that um, I feel like with online business, Yusuf and I have got to the point where it's the the equivalent realization of like, it's just calories and progressive overload in the fitness world, right? You go through this world where things get progressively more and more complicated. And then you realize like, oh, it's just this, right? And if I can just figure these things out, then it all becomes so simple. So look, if you want to help with this, go to propinfitness.com forward slash business podcast, watch that training. And if it resonates with you, there's a button to click where you can apply to have a quick chat with me to see if we would be able to help you. And if so, how we can do that. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'll speak to you soon.